With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Get really into your favorite shows and movies all in one place with Flex, a 4K streaming box you get free with Xfinity Internet. Find what you want with your voice on Netflix, Hulu, Disney Plus, and more. No more jumping in and out of apps. And get Peacock Premium at no additional cost. It's a way better way to watch. Learn more at Xfinity.com slash Flex. Restrictions apply requires postpaid Xfinity Internet, excluding Internet essentials, one device included. Subscriptions required to access streaming services. Ese último McNugget me toca a mí porque soy la mayor. ¿Y eso qué tiene que ver? Los mayores se respetan. Eso no existe, ¿cierto, mamá? Ya, quédense tranquilas. Aquí hay otra cajita de McNuggets. Respeto, ¿viste? El no hay rivalidad cuando hay McNuggets deal. Hay un deal para cada salida familiar en McDonald's. Compra uno de tus favoritos, como unos McNuggets de 10 piezas, una Big Mac, una Quarter Pounder with Cheese o un Fileo Fish y te llevas otro por un dólar. Por tiempo limitado, precios y participación pueden variar. Válido para un producto de igual o menor valor. Hello, good evening and welcome to the LFC Day Trippers match build-up show for FC Mitchelland versus Liverpool. I'm your host, Keith Plunka, and I'm joined tonight by some familiar faces. I'm joined by Peter Smith. Peter, how are you? Good evening. All good? Always a pleasure to have you on here, Pete, all the way from Spain or Catalonia. I'd say that the the streets are a bit... um, a bit miserable over there over the next few days. So I know you'll you'll soak that atmosphere I love it. and enjoy it. I, love it. I, I, drink the te- I drink their tears. You know, they never never would you see a club that deserves it more than them. They think they walk on water. Messi's finished. They're a mid. Yeah. Welcome to mid Good for them. Good <laughs> Pretty, pretty harsh. Pretty harsh. And Gar Breen, I'm delighted to be joined by Gar again. Gar, how are you? Okay, though. I'm great, mate. Thank you very much. You all right, lads, yeah. Ah, great, great. We're all living the dream here. We're all living the dream. And um, we're delighted to be joined again by Sam Adams. Sam hasn't been on with us in a while, but delighted to have him back. Sam, how are you? Yeah, pretty well, thank you. How are you doing, uh, Keith? You all right, yeah? Excellent, mate. Excellent, yeah. Um, looking forward to this game coming up tomorrow. Maybe not for the reasons we usually look forward to a game, but it will have its its benefits. Um <laughs> So yeah, Mitchelland versus Liverpool, lads. It's it's a rarity in that it's a dead rubber. Um, at the end of a Champions League group, something Liverpool don't tend to do. Something that a lot of fans thought we should have set up earlier. We beaten Atalanta, but we got there in the end. Um, the lineup, it's going to be a different Liverpool than what we're all maybe used to. And Peter, I'll come to you. Uh, how? What sort of Liverpool team do you think we're going to see tomorrow night? Body wise, how how many senior players? How many are can there be too many young players? What way do you see them lining up? As few as possible, to be honest. With you. I don't think Klopp is going to make himself look foolish. And yeah, he's you know tomorrow night you'll see that he means business. They'll be in the usual. It really doesn't matter if the T lady plays tomorrow. It doesn't matter if a few lads come out retirement to play tomorrow. The job is done. You know you've really got to think about. You know. Throwing a, a couple of, as many kids in as possible. I mean, I I, I sent I texted a team yesterday to Gar, to Gav rather, um, saying I think maybe Jones will or Jota or maybe Minamino will be the most experienced. Origi will probably be the most experienced in the team. Fellas like that, I really, to be honest with you, this is the chance to really, really, you know, get get those uh, batteries recharged. And you know, Klopp's been talking about it for a while. They would make a mockery of everything that he's been talking about. Um, if he was to, you know, play anything like a full strength team, plus it gives um, a lot of the young players that were curious about the opportunity, another opportunity in some cases, to, you know, to to perform at this level. Well, no matter what you think of Michelin, they're performing uh, Champions League level. They nicked the point last week away to Atalanta. So, you know, let's 
let's do what we do, you know, let's let's rest the lads and and uh, you know prepare for the for the Fulham game and, and go in there all guns blazing. Sam, we'll come to you next. Um, Peter touches on, you know, not taking any risks with the lineup. Is that how you see it going as well? Yeah. Do, you, do you think? But do you think, as Pete says, there's still a job to be done. There's still, you know, Klopp isn't going to want to roll over for the meter. So do you, do you nah. see some of the first teamers getting a run? I think the word would be foolish if he did. And, you know, Klopp, Klopp isn't a foolish guy. Um you know, the job's done, but let's not forget, you know, the job that we could be talking about this game as not a dead rubber if it wasn't for mm. the previous performance against Stax, which to be fair, Kelleher put out, you know, a great, great performance. So, you know, credit to him firstly, because it could have been a whole lot different um, with a couple of great saves and just having an all-round good goalkeeping performance, a good goalkeeping debut as well. So the game could have been different, you know, tomorrow but thankfully it isn't but I completely agree I think there'll be a lot of youngsters and probably the most experienced will probably be the likes of Jota, Simicass, Minamino and I, I'm going to touch on Minamino just briefly that I think it could be a big big game for him because I feel so sorry for this lad so so sorry for him you know he's come to Liverpool at the worst possible time during a you know worldwide pandemic the lad doesn't know the language He's playing like he's got a heap of potatoes on his shoulders and he doesn't seem to be enjoying his football. Now, I think tomorrow could be a free shot. You know, it's a free shot. You know, it's a free game. And it'd be nice to see him playing with a smile on his face with freedom. So hopefully we get to see, you know, Minamino playing freely and the, the shackles are off of him. You know, like Simicast as well. It could be a surprise in there. Billy Kumitiari, uh, you know, I would like to see him play. And possibly Leighton Clarkson as well, getting a getting a run out. That would be, you know, he's, he's been playing extremely well for the under-18s. So I think it's a chance now to see some of the more, you know, some of the emerging talent that, that's coming through. Because so far, you know, he's thrown the kids in this season, you know. And it's, you know, it's, it's paid dividends. So it'd be good to see a few more of them come through um, and uh, get some game time tomorrow as well. Indeed, indeed. And Gar, um, Sam touched on a few young lads there. Comedio, Clarkson. Um, do you see any other lads maybe figuring or getting into the team? Or is Reese Williams now an experienced think, Yeah, I think Reese Williams is, I think we can count on him as as, as a, one of the backup lads now, can't we? He's, he's, shown, how his, he's shown how his duty has been in the game. He's played in France. Um, young Neko as well, uh, lads, I have to say, I thought he was excellent the weekend after going into a yellow very early. He's come in, you know, we've often spoke about the criticism, but uh, for a lot of that age and for who's ahead of him in the team, I think we all expect him to be the same player. They're not uh, end the story. Um, people need to start, you know, having an eye on talent a bit different than players do play differently. Uh, I'd be very surprised if we don't see Trent for a, a good portion of games tom- uh, tomorrow's game for match fitness just after missing a couple of weeks um, Young Kane as well is a big one Keith um, yeah. who's who's been in the training pictures a, a hell of a lot lady um, a, along with Leighton Clarkson um, I wouldn't be surprised if he started but he's going to do we, we all know it's going to be a few of the experienced lads who, uh, who are the backup and then a couple of young lads shown in I'd imagine uh, I'd be a bit peed off if Kelleher didn't start if I'm honest with you um, considering the two games he's done, I've seen a few teams thrown about today. Yeah. Um, but obviously there is that thing if he gets injured. But I don't think Klopp's like that. Um, and he, he's really, you know, in a roundabout way, he he's talked Kelleher up a lot, and he he seems to be the number two for on the back of two extremely extremely good performances. Um, and we've all seen how good he was, lads, in every in everything in his game. Uh, but I think the one thing that stood out to me was his passing from the back, um, oh. and how he and how he picked players out from from thirty forty yards away. Both footed, um, well, he was hitting him the same with his left, and he's meant to be weak, you know, weak on his right. But he's doing the exact same left and right. Foot. It's yeah. unbelievable, isn't it? Well, Sam, I know there's a story that's gone around that he he changed a forward name, but I've actually uh, I did with a skill in my job, and the girl, her son, uh, played with him up to seventeen, and I believe he didn't go really go on net until. 
nearly under 17s, and um, I think he was doing a wow, bit of hockey playing out. Yeah, it's 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 ridiculous, and and credit to the kid. Um, I believe he's he was nearly going to Man United, um, but it's a credit to the lad. I know he's had to wait his time. He's twenty two years of age, lads, but um sometimes patience is a virtue and uh, if you listen to people like Kenny Cunningham <clears throat> uh, he's uh, you'd sell Alison right now <laughs> the, the moral of that is don't listen to Kenny Cunningham Correct. Um, <laughs> I'll stay with you Gar, because I'm glad you brought up Keller um, and it is a, a contentious one I think he plays Adrian tomorrow and I think he plays Adrian for the reason that it's a, it's a free hit there's no consequence I think it's Adrian's final by choice performance for Liverpool. I think it's a game that even if he makes a balls of it, it hasn't really got a consequence. And I genuinely think Adrian starts this game. How would you feel about that? Can you see the logic? Or do you think it's better to play Kelleher and give him that experience, give him them minutes in the team? Is that more important than a sympathetic? Yeah, apparently for me, right, um, I'm not Klopp, right? Uh, but personally for me, I play Kelleher all day long. It's nothing to do with Adrian's previous couple of games, lads. I would just continue uh, for his own development, uh, for his own mindset. If you, I think if you drop him t- tomorrow night, I think it's a bit of a step back. Now, he probably knows he's number two, lads. Let's be honest here at the moment, right? Uh, I think you're right. It could be a, fair, a farewell performance for uh, Adrian and then Kelleher will go in for the Cups, I'd imagine. Uh, so I think uh, uh, news today is Allison's back quite soon, isn't he? Fulham. Yeah, full game, isn't it? Yeah. They're, they're now, so. Okay, well there you go. So uh, for me personally, I'd love to see Kelleher just for the fact of what it's, what the last two games have done from for his development. I suppose internationally as well, um, it, it's it's huge. It, will it be a chance for his international to take a risk on him? Because they're already taking a risk on a second string keeper anyway at the moment. So uh, you know. Play him because he is the he is the future. If if he's gonna stay at Liverpool as a number two, or he pushes on somewhere as a number one, but I have to say he's been a credit to himself in the last two games and some of the saves he's pulled off. Uh, how experienced he's looked, key to me, uh, has has been huge. And and you know as you, you've seen with, with the keepers you're involved with, having been able to play from the back like that and pick lads out and centre mid is is a gift. Is an absolute yeah. gift. It, it's dead right and um, I know we're, we're talking at a lower level myself and Gar coach um, a team and we have a goalkeeper that we're lucky to have a goalkeeper that actually plays that way and the difference it makes even at that level it's unreal and I think Kelleher gives you what Adrian doesn't you know and it, it, it seems to breed a bit more confidence into the back yeah, four yeah. but Pete I'll come to you now um, Kelleher and Adrian Forgetting about them for a second, right? Unless you want to talk about your opinion on the Kelleher Adrian debate. But Nico Williams is someone that, as Gar touched on, has played well in the last couple of games. You know, he's come in for a lot of stick, the young lad. He's played well. Can you see Nico Williams starting this game tomorrow again as a free hit? Or do you agree with Gar that Trent needs minutes coming no, back? You know, no, as it stands, Williams actually has the short. No matter what people think, I mean, he's played well against Wolves. Yeah, he's had he's had a bit of a torrid time five minutes in, but who doesn't against pace like that, particularly when you're being targeted? No, he's got the shorts. There's no doubt that he plays tomorrow. I do agree with Gardo. He may get 10, 15 minutes tomorrow, depending on what Klopp is thinking, because, you know, it, I don't want to be disrespectful to Fulham, but I can't, be, I can't see him being all that stretched um, in that game. It'll be more looking at how effective he is going forward. So you might want to give him a stretch tomorrow night of 10, 15 minutes. But Williams has got the short. I mean, forget about all the, the bullshitters on Twitter going on about he's that. The, the same people who criticised that young lad criticised Henderson for not being Stephen Gerrard. Yeah. They're yeah. now criticising N- Nico Williams for not being Trent Alexander-Arnold. Idiots. Simplify your federal agency's technology procurement with Connection Public Sector Solutions. Connection's dedicated account managers, commitment to exceptional customer service, and extensive catalog of federal contracts make IT purchases quick, easy, and affordable. Turn your challenges into opportunities and get rid of your technology pain points with Connection today. Learn more about what's possible with Connection Public Sector Solutions at connection.com fedcontracts. Yeah, indeed, indeed. Um, Sam, 
the Williams, A, Lauren Jar puts in the chat there, I think Williams and Trent will get a half each. Do you think it'll be something along those lines that they'll both sort of figure? Or can you see someone in the chat put earlier, Trent in midfield? I can't see Klopp doing that. I think Trent is a fullback and... That's oh, yeah, you know, going in midfield, especially after that kind of injury, I think it would be it could be risky. I think he'll go with Nico, um, and just just depending on the tempo of the game. I mean, if Michelin are going out all guns blazing and throwing bodies, uh, you know, left, right, and centre, which they might do because it, you know, it's not every day you get to play the you know Liverpool, you know, the world champion. So they might be really up for this game, and it could be a bit of a nasty game. You know, who knows? Uh, but. If it isn't and the game's playing out, you know, nicely and, you know, maybe we're a couple of goals up, you know, fingers crossed, it would be a good opportunity for not just Trent to come back in, but for maybe Naby to get minutes as well. And just to get the boys, as it's a really good point, actually, about the Fulham game, it's, um, you know, not going to get stretched too much. So, you know, it's it would be a good opportunity maybe tomorrow to to, to stretch the legs and, uh, yeah, get the boys playing. So I wouldn't be averse to it at all, to be honest with you. Yeah, it's interesting. We I'd say we'd all imagine Simic has gonna play a left full. Um yeah. I can't see a case where Robo plays in that. But the centre of the fence, it, it the the lead, for want of a better word, lineup has um <laughs> has uh who does it have? It has Reese Williams and it has Billy Comedio at centre back. Can you see that happening? Gardo, come back to you on this one. Can you see Comedio getting a start here? Or I know he's travelled with the squad and he did only play 45 minutes for, I think it was the 18th the other day, and came off, but it was a pre-planned substitution, which does indicate that he will get minutes. Can you see him starting or do you think he'll come into the team? He'll be a youngest ever player if he does. Yeah, the uh, the the leaked. Uh, I suppose I can't mention any names, but a, a certain keeper that went to Leicester. The the leaked. The, the leaked. Yeah. Ex Liverpool yeah. that went to Leicester eleven. <laughs> um, yeah. he's, he's in it. Uh, but uh, listen, no, I'd love to see. Uh, I'd love to see the young lad giving a go. It, it's it's Michelin. Um, they're gonna be up for it, lads. Let's let's be honest about it. Um, they've got a decent result in their last game. Uh, I'd love to see him start. Uh, Keith was really impressed in preseason. I know preseason doesn't give you an awful lot, but it's great to see these kids. I think the big thing for me, lads, with the kids who, if you if you go with the weekend. If three kids in there, Williams, uh, Curtis Jones, to me, is still a kid, even though he plays like yeah. a 45-year-old in centre mid. Um, and then obviously Keller playing in there. The biggest thing for me has, has been the psychology behind how they've settled in so, so easy, lads. It's 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 been amazing to see. Um, and, and another thing that was huge for me with the weekend, with no, well, I know there's a few fans there, but to treat them and how they're barking, still barking orders around, um, the communication thing must be well-driven in the training ground. But you can hear the treat them all the time in yeah. communication. It, it, it's huge, you know, and, and to be, you know, they're, they're stepping up into a side that's just want to leave, for God's sake. Um, and, and nothing seems to daunt any of these kids coming in, which is huge, um, and which is credit to the, the academy coaching staff and obviously they're, they're training together now and, and, and they're going to be blended together in, in the right format. But the psychology behind the whole lot of it, um, the transition in them coming into the side has been absolutely amazing. Now, yes, it's easy to come into a side that's obviously on a high, some might say, uh, but we've seen in previous teams, in previous times gone by, that many, if you look at the United great teams, there was many young kids that were taught to be amazing kids coming through and, and went off. Uh, to Division 3 and, and, and even further beyond so it's not easy to settle into a side that's flying lads uh, but to have that psychology is absolutely a credit to everyone who's involved it gives us uh, like a psychological advantage in the league as well in my opinion because the likes of Tottenham and Chelsea will be looking at us now we, we've lost you know arguably the best keeper in the world the best centre-back in the world one of the best yeah. full-backs in the world and you know, that's just that's just three players, but then you're missing like Milner, Chamberlain, and all these big players. And you've thrown a load of kids in there, right? Our 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 title rivals must be thinking these guys are still, you know, they're, they're still winning games. That psychologically yeah. is a massive advantage. And that that must get into Mourinho's head, Lampard's head, knowing that we've still got the best players, not just good players, but the best players to come back in as well. That gives us a massive advantage, in my opinion. 
Well, Sam, if you look, you look at you look at Chelsea last year, lads. Look, you've got you got obviously James is doing very well, but a centre half as well. They did a huge centre half coming through, and he hit a dip of form. And um, oh, I think he went into the England squad at one stage as well. He hit a dip of form. He's nowhere nowhere near the squad now, and <coughs> um, which is a shame because it just showed that they didn't trust him. Yeah. Because they went out and bought uh, your man from the over 35s of PSG. They went out and yeah. bought Thiago Silva. So it just shows they don't trust him. That to mm. me. And all this screaming about Lampard. Oh, great with kids. Great with development. Yeah, well, why hasn't he developed that kid at centre-half? Yeah. Billy Gilmore is another one. I know yeah. he played in Ipo. It's, it's these players that come oh. in when they're stuck. And then, as you say, as soon as they have the opportunity to buy, they make about 13 signings and cover every position. And it just he, nails He's still reverting to Jorginho in that position yeah. as, as, a, as a second mm. go-to. So, therefore, yeah. this big development thing is not true because if you have trust in someone, like Klopp has done, you'll throw them in straight away. Absolutely. Yeah. That's all smoke and mirrors, really, at, at some of our rivals. I mean, somebody made the comment a few weeks ago that no one single player or group of players within the squad is bigger than the system. I mean, it's funny. I watched Liverpool last year against Aston Villa get beaten. You know, I think there was the average age in the side was 18, 17. And still, if you look at the possession stats, <laughs> it was, I think Liverpool overall had about 65% of the possession. Okay, it doesn't reflect itself on the scoreboard, but it tells you that, you, Jar was talking about earlier about players coming and being comfortable. That's because they're being taught, they're playing this way from when they're six and seven years of age. Of course, they're going to be comfortable. The fact that it keeps them at the club is just raw competition. You know, do they have the, the mentality? Do they have the physicality? For example, you look at the, the fullbacks. Can the fullbacks play a 70, 80, 90-yard game, which is what is required of our fullbacks and indeed modern fullbacks? Can can midfielders cover the ground? Are you looking at guys that can, you know, give you that 9 out of 10 passing performance as in 90 passes over, over 100 attempted, you know, from a central midfield player? It's that's, that's what keeps you at the club. It's never a case of fitting in at Liverpool. In fact, I think Liverpool's hierarchy are more concerned about some of the players that they bring in that are over 27 than yeah. bringing 19 and 20-year-olds in. I'm very comfortable with any young any young player that's named in that squad. And I've named in what I guess was my 11 as Kelleher, Nico, Timikas, uh, Reese Williams, Billy, Keita, Jones, Kane, Jota, Origi, Minamino. Any young player that gets into that side I wouldn't even, I wouldn't be, I hate all these moaners and girls. What's he doing in the team? i tell you what he's doing in the team. He's he's there maybe 13, 14, 15 years from when he's six and he's earned his place in that team and he'll do a job. Trust the manager. Very true. Very yeah. true. And Sam, I'll come to you. Like the lads have touched on it there, the, the um, synergy at the whole club. So and I think, you know, Klopp, obviously the first thing he does, he comes into Liverpool and he's, he's at the academy looking at games. He's, you know, me and Alex Engelthorpe, they've they've got this they've got this system now where every team plays the same way and players are developed to, that they can fit into the system. So, you know, if you're you're playing in a four three three, the right side of the tree in the middle knows what he has to do with fullbacks and knows when to attack. You know, it's not just players getting thrown in willy nilly. It, it's a tight out plan. They've got Vitor Matos now as the youth. Um, I thought he has a special title, but it's a it's development. Something I think referred him to when he came in. But they've got yeah, but they've got Matos and Linders are high high on bringing the youth players in to the first team and bridging that gap now. As I said, Inglethorpe deserves a lot of credit for that as well. Um, but it, it's just other clubs don't seem to have that. They throw in players and they're out as quick. You know, it's just literally throwing a plaster on and, and then they're gone again. But if we look at this expected midfield, now I have a team on the screen there that Emmett is after throwing in, right? Rumored lineup, Adrian Trent, Reese Williams, Billy Simicast. That's the back proposed back five, right? Kate Kane and Clarkson in midfield. How do you feel that? You know, do you know much of uh, Leighton Clarkson or Jay Kane? Do you, do you know what type of players they are? Are you worried about that with Naby Keita, let's say, being the senior player in that? Or do you just think, let them go, let them play? They're, they're, they're all very versatile. They're all very versatile. I mean, I think that if it went, if you went with that, it obviously it wouldn't mean Keita. It, it'd mean Keita would be more advanced if you were playing that way. Probably Clarkson would drop in. But Clarkson's versatile as well. I mean, I've seen him play in different positions. I've seen him play box-to-box. I've seen him hold. 
you know, and he looks a very competent player. So, but if, if Cater's playing in that team, it would mean that Cater would be going forward because I think one thing's for sure, he's not a deep midfielder. Yeah, very true. Clark, Clarkson Cater is, is the, the, if you want to call it, the positionally more intelligent one to me yeah. out of those three. Yeah. Who, who will go into a six and who will cover right and left. Uh, Kane probably fill into Genie's position. Um, to to go left side if if we are playing attacking right mid right mid or sorry right full and Kieta would you know, wouldn't say free roll but uh, whatever role you want to give on. him in there um, yeah just just yeah, just, yeah just just to go and enjoy himself a bit um and not be stuck not be given uh, for me I don't like you know I don't like having a go but Kieta seems to struggle in a side where he's 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 to be he's given tactical intelligence um and we've saw a Leipzig when when he was flying. He was in a side in a free roll, and he could do go and do what he wanted. And obviously, he did get a few cards and stuff. But he, he seems to he seems to play a lot better when he's got a bit of freedom to play Keith. Yeah. And I think tomorrow could be that that night for him. Yeah, it's something that I think Kate uh, the strong <coughs> point that I think we can all agree. And I think you'd have to be frustrated at his career so far at Liverpool. It hasn't quite kicked off yet, more three years into it. But one thing that he's good at um, is pressing in that advanced yeah. role and winning the ball back in the opposition's defensive toward and it causes all sorts of problems. We've seen a lot of goals coming from that. That that's probably your right guard. That's probably what you're going to be seeing tomorrow is Kate just being told to you just win that ball up there and we'll go from there, see what we can get and have these two lads in behind. So it'll be interesting to see the dynamic of that. But Pete I'll come to you the the front three in this rumored lineup is Jota, Origi and Minamino. How does mm. that... Do you think that will be the case? Do you think they will be well, the three that start this it's one? It's, it's, it's. All this week on NBC4, new products to new technology. Susan Hogan is showing you how local restaurants are changing the way we dine in and take out in this new world. Tonight at 6. A new twist on outdoor eating. A lot of it is creating flexibility. How one local restaurant is making their outdoor space mobile, giving you plenty of sunshine and social distance for a stress-free meal. It's all part of Restaurant Revival Tonight at 6 on NBC4, working for you. The front tree, funny enough, it's the front tree that I sent to, to Gav yesterday, and what I thought it would be. Um, listen, we all know that Origi is not giving us any kind of mobility, certainly, but I would expect a lot of that from from, from Minamino and, and certainly from Jota, who's on, on fire. And the only reason I went for Jota in it is because simply he, he didn't play, you know, he didn't start the other day. So... I would expect him maybe to start today. You know, the club throws in surprises all day long. And it makes us, I think it makes us, uh, you know, the two boys have the ability to drop in when we don't have the ball as well and make it very, very busy, shall we say, for Midland in front of their own. Well, I wouldn't even say at home. It makes it, it, it makes it that little more difficult and it makes us, it should make us a lot more compact. I would expect Minimo, Minamino to be busy, get through a lot of work. And Jota impresses me off the ball as well. So, Origi, listen, I, I, I'm not going to defend him anymore. The only thing I'll say is when you're not playing football, and you know, oh. when you're not playing ball, you know, he's as static as they come. But he I, was disgusting in the last game, wasn't he? I mean, he was just that was one of the most disgusting performances I've seen in a while. It was that bad. I mean, I'm surprised he's been given another shot by Klopp if he plays tomorrow. Uh, he's done, yeah. mate, to be fair. He's done, let's be honest. He's done, and he's probably thought to himself, why have I stayed? I could have went anywhere else. I've got my medals around my neck, and I could have I could have been a starter. You know, it's yeah. that's probably what's driving him crazy. And you'd have to sympathise. You know, the fella scored legendary goals at the biggest yeah. club in the world. You know, he could have he could have walked out and with his head held high. Now all of a sudden, people are talking about him being a, a bad player. Yeah, I don't yeah. think he deserves that. You know, his head is his morale is as low as it possibly can possibly get. To be honest, who can blame? Yeah. Gar, I'll come to you, right? On Origi, we're talking about him now. We might as well stay with him. Do you agree with, or do you echo what Pete is saying, you know, that he, he's probably a bit harshly treated, or do you have a different view on him? What's your take on the Origi situation at the here's, moment? Here's my thing. He looks like a player, lads, right, to me. Uh, just looking in the games he's played. He looks like a player who's been priced out of a move in the summer. And the games he's played in, he looks like he's going out, and I'm not saying he's not trying, right? Because that's that, that's a you know, it's quite a disgruntling thing to say. I wouldn't say that he looks like a player he's going right. I'm either going out here to either his agents in his ear, as we all know, to very powerful people, 
his agents in his year and saying, right, right, if you want to get a move out there, you need to devalue yourself. Mm-hmm. And to me, he's devaluing himself in the end performances, right? Because if a side comes in to Liverpool, let's just say when, when the next window opens and they say, Liverpool say 30 million, no one's going to pay that, lads. Right? Now, I know Edwards is a bloody genius, lads, right? Okay, let's be honest here. But at the moment, his value is, is, is not at an... Of, of major value that to me that you can re- recoup right to me he looks like a player who's been avo- Ill, been ill-advised to go out and devalue yourself and we've seen it lads we see it in Europe all the time we see it in players all the time he looks he looks to me like he's been ill-advised to me he should be going out Keith he should be going out if he wants to make his move or wants to try and get a move wherever he wants go out Show what you're made of and get yourself a move. And as Pete said, become a starter. Yeah, is he? He's a young lad still. You know, he's he's not. Yeah, 100. You know, he's he, these are his best years ahead. And yeah, he he should be playing regular football uh, week in week out somewhere. Uh, do you think we denied him at the opportunity? Do you reckon that's like? Well, the thing I'd say with Origi is, I think we should have sold him after that we won the Champions League. I think his value was at its highest there. I think, I'm going to be honest, I don't think he took his chance last season when he was kept in the squad as the fourth option and he played games and he really didn't take his opportunities when they came. And he got a fair few opportunities. He didn't take them. He's playing now. You know what Gareth is saying? You know, he looks like someone who's not trying. And whether he is or not, you know, is he trying to get his value down to get a move? Like Liverpool were, you know, if you're talking about 30 million, let's say for Divock Origi, who's going to pay that? Unless Bournemouth come back up and we might, do, <laughs> we might get something out of them. But in all seriousness, like who's going to pay the money that we, we probably want and value on that? So it's a tough one. But the frustration with him is. Kate, 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 Kate. Yeah. Chris Wilder's phone. Chris Wilder's on, is he? Tell him, tell him we have him for him if you want. <laughs> He's the new substitute. But no, lads, I think Origi is um I think he's he's probably the, the thing that gets me is, and it's probably harsh with Origi because it could be just his personality. And when we were when we were getting him coming on and scoring and impacting games, his sort of laid back attitude was all well and good. Now it's like he's doing nothing in games and his laid back attitude is like this fella doesn't care, this fella. And that's it's a harsh thing to say about any footballer because I'm sure they all do care. I'm sure Divock Richie doesn't go out there to, to not put the effort in. Do you think he gets a buzz out of the fans and the atmosphere in the big occasion? Because he seems to like come up like Dortmund, you know, Barcelona, you know, the Champions League final, you know, when the atmosphere and it matters the most and it's you know, it's, it's hot and you know, the atmosphere is crazy. He just comes up with the goods, doesn't he? You know, is he missing the fan? Is he, is, you know, does yeah. he have fans behind him? He's certainly shown he's a man for a big game, but there was a couple of times last year where there was big enough games or results to be got, gone and gotten, and he's just, I just feel Sam, he's let himself down. Um, yeah. You know, if he's a very young kid, he's a very young lad. Like, you've got Lukaku who's gone off and done it for himself. Uh, Batshuayi, Every time he plays for Belgium, seems to bang in goals. Uh, <clears throat> um, so he's, he's falling down that pecking order as well internationally. So you know, if he wants to go on and do anything for himself or have any show anything of his ability that's there, he needs to really go and show it because he's not doing it anytime he's given the chance to me. Yeah, and I know it can sound like we're bashing him, and you know you don't want to. I don't want to be bashing any Liverpool player. And I don't no, want to be bashing a, a Liverpool player who scored a, a goal in a Champions League final for us, or who scored two in probably the the greatest match we've ever had against Barcelona. But you know, it, Pete, you just think it's run its course now. Do you think the Origi thing has maybe come? And the best for all parties is a move. Now, I don't think it'll be January, but maybe in the summer. Do you think it's getting to that that yeah. juncture? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, listen, sometimes certain teams just play a certain way that absolutely doesn't suit that player. Now, you know, you can play six or seven games against certain opposition in a season. And it's no, I don't think it's any coincidence that certainly the way Everton used to set up against us. That, you know, when we spring load Origi with those 30, 40 yard diagonals, he gets on the end and he scores. It was no coincidence, but we just don't play like that every week. Yeah. You know, bringing in a player like Jada tells you everything you need to, to, to know. Klopp is sticking to what he knows, you know, from his time at Dortmund, you know, 
busy lads, in your face, interchanging positions, absolutely murdering you. It that just doesn't, you know, I think Origi knows that he's a giant square peg in a round hole. It isn't fair. Sometimes your face just doesn't fit. It's not personal. You know, you can, and you'll always have your day in the sun at once every six or seven games where you look a player. But unfortunately, you know, you need to be like Salah, Mane, Jota. You need to be looking like every week is your week. And, you know, somebody made the point earlier on that, oh, do I need the crowd? Do I need this? Does he need that? When you're playing at the highest level of competitive football, you know, you should be brokenhearted over losing a bet over two flies crawling up a wall. You need to want to yeah. win at everything. That's the minimum standard expected at the highest level. And a region. It's no shame to not fit at Liverpool. At the end of the day, we, we are, you know, one of the best teams, you know, best teams in the world, yeah. best clubs in the world, best squads in the world. So, it's 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 no uh, it's 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 no I don't know what the word would be but you know he shouldn't you know be disappointed with himself he you know he's he's done what he's needed no, to do no but we have to be, the club the club has to be ruthless you know at yeah. the end of the day you know you know it's, it's about it's about saying a nice goodbye a little bit like Adam Lallana a little bit like the lads Dejan Lovren who just aren't up to the mark or you know we can't keep fit whatever you say yeah. goodbye you move forward and you maintain your strength. Anything, anything, anything less, and you 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 disapprove the squad because what happens within the dynamic of a squad? Other lads begin to see. Well, the gaffer doesn't. The gaffer seems to be tolerant of this kind of standard, that kind of standard. Maybe all these off here. Everybody has to feel day in day out that they have to fight for their locker. And if they're not, if they're not at it, you're finished. Yeah. Pete, I'll turn this on its head here, right? You take someone like Curtis Jones, who was probably seventh place pecking order in that midfield with everyone we signed, right? And now, listen, not by design, he's 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 played more regularly, obviously with the injuries and stuff like that. But you look at the effort, the the ability he shows uh, every every game he comes in. That's that's what you want at your club. It, 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 it's it's been able to turn to someone and go, you're in here because I trust you. And that's what you want. Um, that's uh, as we as fans want. And listen, I'm not here to knock Origi. He's a professional football player, by the way, um, who's earning a lot more money than I'll ever, ever earn in a lifetime. Right? But uh, us as fans, we'd love to see him give a bit more. And that's fair enough. I don't think that's a hard thing to ask uh, as fans to a footballer. Right? But if you look, as I say, if you look at someone like Curtis Jones, who at the start of the season, uh, when we signed Thiago, I was probably going, oh, Jesus, that's... I'm, I'm not going to see much game time this year. Yeah. Now, yes, he's played through injury, but every time he's come into that side, he has looked a talent. And Origi mm. is not that far off from years, year, age was. Uh, you think he wants to do the same for himself for for his future at Liverpool or wherever that may be. It's, it's just, he, he, you know, it's that belief in himself is gone or whatever it is. You just want that little bit more. Yeah, I think you hit a big game and goal against yeah, Everton and that could have been his moment in the sun, couldn't it? And he could have laid off. But every game I've seen Curtis Jones play since that, you know, when we played the kids against Everton and since that goal, every game he's just got better and better and better. He's getting better with the press. He's now so, you know, he's so much more malleable position-wise. He can go, he can drop deep if he wants to. He can perfect pop into the 10. He can go out wide if you need to. He could even probably play, you know, in that false nine role if you wanted him to. He is just improving by the day and I'm looking forward to seeing what he'll be like. Come on, it's just well, going Ese último McNugget me toca a mí porque soy la mayor. ¿Y eso qué tiene que ver? Los mayores se respetan. Eso no existe, ¿cierto, mamá? Ya. Yeah. Quédense tranquilas. Aquí hay otra cajita de McNuggets. Respeto, ¿viste? El no hay rivalidad cuando hay McNuggets deal. Hay un deal para cada salida familiar en McDonald's. Compra uno de tus favoritos, como unos McNuggets de 10 piezas, una Big Mac, una Quarter Pounder with Cheese o un filet fish y te llevas otro por un dólar. Por tiempo limitado, precios y participación pueden variar. Válido para un producto de igual o menor valor. Nail on the head there. He backs himself. And mm. you don't, you sometimes you don't realize how important that is. I always think that the difference between lads that make it the highest level and lads that, you know, we talk about, geez, he should have made it. I don't know how he, he didn't make it. Is simple. You, you know, we've all played. You go home, you think to yourself, Jesus, that, that touch I had or the, the goal I scored today, that was great. I'm delighted with that. Lads that make it don't think like that. They think, 
all right, he's okay, I scored that one or two, but what about the three I missed? I'm absolutely fucking disgusted with myself. Yeah. And I think Origi looks to me like someone that's a little bit, and it's terrible, I don't know the guy, but maybe he's a little bit satisfied with the little the contribution he makes, whereas he should be, you know, you want to, you want to see someone bursting yeah. the bollocks to, to get to that next level, especially at that age. I don't see that in him. Yeah, it's, look, It Curtis Jones does have that sort of, that hunger that we want to see. Divock maybe doesn't have that hunger, but as as Avo throws in, Wolves need a striker to replace him and that could be a move from where he's playing as a central figure. He's big. They bought Fabio Silva there for about forty million, but he's, he's only eighteen. Like he needs to develop. Divock could get a move there. Another he player, linked with them during the summer, or, he was uh, guard, He's linked yeah, with them yeah. a few times, yeah. which always did surprise me. You know what I mean? But but he constantly does get linked there. But he's uh, look, he's 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 linked with moves away. The thing with Divock is Divock has the physicality and the pace and the size. Like for his for his is you know his attributes, he should be doing a lot more. Another player that that tries to be busy but doesn't have the attributes is Takumi Minamino. Now, Gar, I'll come to you. If Minamino's playing tonight, do we see this as a big game for Minamino? And is it? You know, does he need to get on the protein shakes? Is that why he's missing? Is just the physical, the physical side of his game? And do games like this in the Champions League sue him more than rough and tumble in the Premier League? I haven't won the Keith. Is 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 he going through that sort of robo transition? Um, I know he came in late last year, right? It was it was a tough time to come in, lads. With ev- yeah. as, as Pete touched on with everything that's gone on, and, and sorry, Sam touched on it as well. We often wonder as he, he we saw during the summer um, in the preseason games, he was put in Bobby's position plenty of times, uh, linked up really, really well with Keith in some of them games. Um, and I often wonder is is it a transition in the training ground, and that's why we're not seeing him. Um, are they trying to make him into that 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 number nine? Um, put him into that role uh, in case Bobby's form drops again. Um, in fairness to him, he's played well. He's played well the weekend. Um, as you say, it, it, it could be a strength thing, but uh, I've noticed Curtis Jones a, hu- a huge uh, difference in him in in the last six months. Uh, uh, Bulgan was, um, I'd say, uh, Simicast could be the same, um, and I've noticed it within a couple of months. I think on his Instagram, you can see him straight away uh, that he's already working out in, in the gym probably every day. Uh, so I think you're right. I think there is a Bulkan thing, but I also think it's a transition thing, Keith, into that role because he's not coming into them three centre midfield roles. And that's a fact. Um, and obviously we've bought Jota, who's been absolutely incredible. Um, and has shown he can play in them three positions when they go, the three guys up there interchange between them. Uh, that's probably uh, been another thing that's hampered uh, Minamino a bit as well, um, as has been his form, uh, because he's the he's the go-to or, or the number four, if you want to call it that. Um, and Sadio or uh, Salah seem to get pushed into the middle then, don't they? Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, listen, I, I would say it's not by design. He's, he's, his circumstance has probably slowed what's, what's eventually we're going to see him, but I do think he's been moulded into that number nine, Keith. Yeah, Chris Brack says there, Minamino's best game coming from the left or deep. Our false nine doesn't suit him. Um, uh, it doesn't suit him if Bobby drops. If Bobby's form drops, Salah or Jota are better at number nine options. And you know, maybe so, but I do agree with Gar that he is sort of being talked about as being the the number nine option. And look, it's a hard position to play. And if you're trying to mold him into Bobby, it's it's not the easiest thing in the world. But um, Sam, do you see Minamino being someone that? will grow into the team or a lot of fans and a lot of people in our chat that follow us in this chat will say now he's done he's a busted flush get rid of him he's never going to make it how do you think Minamino um, can progress or can improve um, I think I think you've just got to give him a bit longer I think it's it's it'll be too harsh to say oh he's done a Liverpool he hasn't really had the, the run that he wants uh, you know I think you know Jota's lucky. He came into the side and he fired straight away, didn't he? He, yeah. he you know, and he, he got yeah. going straight away. Whereas for Minamino, there's a lot of talk about Minamino's personality as well. Apparently, he's quite a shy guy. He's very introvert. You know, he, he hangs out on his own. He's a bit of a loner. He's, you know, a bit of this that, and the other. It's probably not ideal for, you know, as as we've all touched on the circumstances that the world's in at the minute. Um, so I'm, I, I would be happier to see once 
you know, the world's in a better place, how Minamino will perform on the pitch because his life off the pitch will get better with that. So, yeah, I'd, I, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to give, you know, see him have another chance. I do think, however, though, he's probably not cut out for for for, for the Bobby role. I would, I would say he's probably left to 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 right, but narrow left to right. But that's just my opinion. I could be completely wrong. I think the whole um, the whole physical issue, you know, physical side of it is an issue for him as well, and he does need maybe a couple of weeks in the Munich camp, and but you know. <laughs> Came <laughs> um, up to speed, but yeah, um, yeah. Well, I, I just think t- time will tell with him. Time will tell. But he was a no-risk signing, wasn't he, lads? He was an absolute yeah. no-risk signing. Yeah. And whatever happens, just like Shakiri, he was a no-risk signing as well. We'll probably end up making money on him. So exactly. Sam, you're getting a lot of love in the comments. A few people have said you look like Diogo Jota, so, you know, take that as a compliment. I'm getting it um, all the time. Seriously, it's ridiculous. I'm getting it all the time now. It's yeah, just... You'll be handing out autographs, you know, before you know. The, the best comparison I've ever heard on this, and he's on the show tonight, was when someone said Garbarine looks like Sergio Ramos. No. <laughs> <laughs> Blew my mind, that one, but no offence, Gar, but, you know, Sergio Ramos. Oh, it's, all the tats, it's all the tats, <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. That's, what it, that's what it must be. But um, Pete, I'm going to come to you, right? Something Sam's touched on there. No risk, Minamino. Jota hits the ground running. Liverpool were always sort of, not criticised, but were always questioned about why do you spend 40 million on the player from a Premiership team when you can get him in a move before that for a, a snip of that price? Is Minamino the example of why you don't do that, that you buy a player that's maybe more Premier League ready, pay, pay the premium for the Premier League ready player rather than the cheaper option from, let's say, the Austrian league that takes time to develop? I, I think it's harsh, but I see your point. I mean, at the end of the day, if Minamino goes from Salzburg to, to, Red, to Red Bull Leipzig, sets the world on fire, you're not hesitating that throwing forty five million at it and that's fine. But mate, but you but but you but you have but you have to you have to uh that's a harsh call, Grecky. But you have to yeah, you you have to take into account as well. You know, we have some pretty decent coaches at this club as well and, and some pretty pretty big players have been written off written off as flops. I mean I remember one shout about Fabinho being second rate yeah. right back. Uh, another one about um a relegated left back that we signed from Hull City. Um, yeah, several, several calls of that. The thing is, we live in an instant grat- gratification world, and, that, and football is not immune to that. And Liverpool fans are a little bit spoiled at the moment, so they want everybody to come in and be a Virgil van Dijk, to be a Mohamed Salah, to be an Allison, to be a Sadio Mane. It doesn't work that way, especially the way we play with and without the ball. Give these lads a little bit of time, and then once they've had the time for the the coaching staff to decide what they are. Uh, what the plan A for them is, what the plan B for them is, then they need a good solid run of 10, 15 games before you know anything about them. So anything before that, you're just speculating and it's just moodish. The key is really is to strike the balance with most of the players to know that you've got 24, 25 players who all accept their roles. That's the real fight. If you compare those to Manchester United, for example, the reason Manchester United are struggling is not so much they've got bad players because they don't. They've got a manager who doesn't know his plan A, doesn't know his plan B, and they've got a lot of players, most of them, maybe 18 of the 24 serious players there, don't accept the roles that they have under the manager, whether it be positionally, whether it be the pecking order of the squad, or whether it be what they're supposed to do with and without the ball. It's an absolute shambles. So you trust it, you know, and be happy that there doesn't seem to be anybody groaning. Even Wijnaldum, who it won't, it hasn't, you know, for some reason hasn't signed a contract yet, and nobody has played more minutes than him, you know. And I think really with him, it's a, it's a it's a case of listen. I'm 29, 30. I need to play. I need to play every week. I need to know that I'm I'm the go to. That's the only grey area we have. You got to trust that and be patient. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think there was a big thing, Peter, that's come out in the last after the last few games. Is you've got a lot of ex pros coming out and saying, and it's been huge, and and, and it's great actually. Uh, they've all turned down to why would he go to where. Uh, to Barca or Real now, the Holy Grail is Liverpool now for, you know, at, the, at this current time, why would he go to Barca or Real? Um, and, and, it's, and it's a fact, it, it's true. Well, Barcelona's a shambles. 
Yeah, Bayern would be great, or, or for him to go to AC Milan, obviously on the rise again. Um, for me, uh, in midfield in Italy, uh, you yeah, look like think. yeah, you'll be smoking cigars in midfield in Italy yeah. if you're anyway mobile. Um, would be another good move from to go to Italy. Um, and in fairness, Aaron Ramsey's took the plunge and, and is doing quite well over there at Juve in France. Uh, but I wouldn't be going near the Spanish league at the moment. It's an absolute shambles. Maybe Atletico Madrid, like as he only loves players that will run certainly in that midfield. He'd have him playing on the left side of the strikers, Simeone. He plays four centre backs, yeah. plays full backs in midfield, plays midfielders up front. He loves all that. Big fan of that sort of nonsense. Um I open the kind of wounds with all these player lookalikes because I'm getting the worst shouts of the lost Sean Deutsch, Jay Spearing. It's just like insult after insult, but you know, how and ever, with thick skin, I can take it. We'll we'll start to move away. I want to quickly talk. There is two teams involved in this game, uh, lads. Um, Micheland, in the first game, they had some players that posed as threats, and Sam will come to you. Who do you see? Do you see any of the players of Micheland being a, a threat in particular to us tomorrow? The two that stand out are Drea and Sisto. Sisto more so. Didn't really see much of him in the first game. Yeah. He's one of the lads who's, you know, uh, yeah. I remember him in uh, Celta Vigo and he was... He Very was, highly rated when he went there. Big yeah. one yeah. of Was he Monaco, I think, before? Somewhere like that. Yeah, I don't know where it was, but I remember. I think it was around the World Cup or something. And he got his big move, and it, a lot was expected from him, you know. And it just never happened. One hundred fifty years of Children's National Hospital. One hundred fifty years of groundbreaking research, of exceptional healthcare for kids, of helping families like mine and yours. One hundred fifty years stronger with your help. Please give today. Visit childrensnational.org slash 150 years. That's childrensnational.org slash 150 years. Played in. I think it was Norgesland or something like that. And, yeah, one of them. Um, yeah, he came to sell to the, he looked He looked really bright. There was a time where Arsenal were close to signing them. You know, he you know was he's a quick little player. He's, he's tricky, you know, has moments. But I don't think we saw enough of him in the first game to really gauge a, a proper opinion on how he'll get on tomorrow but you know, it's going to be a younger team isn't it so it's um you know yeah. <laughs> we'll have more of a free roll tomorrow but um yeah, yeah i'll say him and dre here can you know he's, he's capable of a goal um so yeah um yeah could yeah they've got a couple of decent players in there that i know yeah. of it. yeah what about you, Gar? Who do you see as being a threat? Guys have touched on Sist out there, and you've got Anane, who's is uh, touched on twenty-seven now, isn't he? He's a uh, centre forward from. But it, it, interesting, uh, and I know we spoke about this, Keith, when the the draw was originally done. These guys follow the 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 Edwards approach, if you want to call it the the, the money ball approach to, uh, to to how they they buy a lot of young players in. They've got a Brazilian in there as well at the moment playing in the mid. Yeah, yeah, um, and uh, the the highest uh, rate of European, uh, so forty eight percent of European uh, of your sorry uh, foreigners based in the side, which is huge for anywhere in Scandinavia, uh, because in fairness to all Scandinavian sides, you'll generally have three or four uh, foreign players in the side, but forty eight percent is huge. Um, and uh, if if I was you know as a as a coach if if I was uh, involved in the ref I would be happy about it because uh, it's not giving a lot of development to to homegrown players really is it if they're going out and uh, flooding loads of, so it's it's a Premiership all over again <laughs> yeah but that that is true it's it's a you know it'll work for them and other clubs will take that model but it's very interesting yeah that you mentioned it they do pick up a lot of gems it's the sort of the red bull model as well isn't it yeah. just get them in get the youths in there was an excellent article about how Mitchell and do that business but mm-hmm. um look it, it's just probably different you know the they're quite new to it you know? as well Keith, then, I think yeah. it's only two or three years into it so yeah. friends yeah. they'll you know, see the results yeah, of that as yeah, it yeah 100% yeah, yeah it's the same quite, the same ownership quite, well, as they're quite a new club. They were right. formed by new yeah. people. They're yeah. new teams formed together. So they're, they're a relatively modern-day club, yeah. aren't they? So. Yeah, it's the same same ownership as Brentford. Um, an English guy who made his money playing the odds, you know, kind of a, a different type of gambling, gambling on numbers and all this evens, odds. I don't know how he did it, but he made a lot of money doing it. Yeah. But you were talking about players. I think if Dreyer was a better finisher, 
we could have lost the first game. Yeah, to be honest with you. He was he picked out a weakness and I haven't seen many do it. Um sitting between Williams and uh, Robertson, I think it was, and he kept drifting into that strange position where no one was quite picking him up. And I just thought, he got one-on-one after about five minutes. I thought, oh, this is a player. This fella knows where he's going. He looks like a Teddy Sheringham type player, you know, ghost in here, ghost in there. If he was a better finisher, we, we would have dropped points that night, but thankfully he isn't. Tomorrow night he'll be a trick. Definitely. Yeah. I agree. I think their front, the, the, the players they'll have, they'll have Dreyer will be on a wing, they'll have Sisto on a wing, they'll have, um, what's this? they'll have a, sorry, Cabe will be up front, he's a big oh, lad. Yeah, yeah. They'll have uh, a fella who I like in midfield, he's just a bit of a destroyer, Frank Onyeke, um, a Nigerian lad in, in midfield. I think he's a, a bit of a kicker. I love a big yeah. dirty blade and kicker like that. Yeah, big fan of their book, sort of work. Yeah. yeah, he did. Yeah, so there, that's the type of player I like. Forget about these footballers, the big blade and the big rocky ones that just kick lumps out. Yeah, I'm a big fan of their work. But they also have their captain coming back, Eric Shivachenko, who played for Celtic. Anyone's he's familiar brilliant. with He's excellent. Yeah. So he's course, been yeah. out as well. So the fact they'll get him back in, you know, will be a big boost to them. They're at home. You know, um, they'll fancy their chances against the weak Liverpool team as well. So in that sense, it should be a good game. Before we go on to our predictions, lads, I'm just going to show out. I don't think we have a particular sponsor for this show, but just to give a shout out to the the sponsors who've been coming on board with us. We've got Manscaped. Everyone's heard about our um, ball grooming escapades with Manscaped. It's been a pleasure. It's been great. Um, get on to it if you can. Use the code LFCDT. Get 20% off. Treat your balls to the, the treat they never knew they needed. We also have um, Colossus Bets is a new betting company. Um, if you're not into gambling, don't gamble, you know. It, and if you are, do it responsibly. I'll always say that when it comes to betting websites. But this is something different. It's like a syndicate. There's a few bets have gone in for the midweek games. You get involved, throw in your selections, and it grows from there. Uh, again, sign up there. Use LFCDT as the sign-in code. And there's also the um, Spartan prizes as another one where you can bid. Uh, you buy a ticket for, I think it's £5, and you get a signed jersey. I think it's Stephen Gerrard's signed jersey is on at the moment. 90 tickets or something in the draw. You can buy a few, and you do a live draw to get that, which is excellent. So look up the various sponsors we have. Again, you know, helping us, maybe we help the sponsors helps us in... Um, if you're thinking of getting a present, ball trimmers could be the way forward. Who knows? But that helps us in the long run, you know. So uh, if you're in that game, deal with a bit of time before Crimbo. So, lads, I'll come back now. Um, oh, before we do go on as well, we've got 250-odd watching, which is great. Brilliant. Happy days. We've only got 95 likes. If you're watching the show and you just like what we do, just hit the little thumbs up. It helps us a lot. Puts our show into other people's uh, feeds and gets us, helps us grow, gets us out there. We hate saying it, we hate begging for likes, you know what I mean? But at the end of the day, it does help us get get out there and grow the show. And in fairness, it's flying, you know. We, we got over our 7,000 subscriber last week, which was excellent. Um, and you don't know how much it means to a show like ourselves to grow it at that rate. Mightn't seem big, but it really is to us. So if you can help in any way, hit that like button. That's all we're asking. Subscribe and hit the like. Right, lads, enough of that um, nonsense. Put me cap back on instead of having it out begging for likes. But predictions for the game tomorrow. Um, Gar, I'm going to start with you. How do you see this one going? Do you see us winning? Give us a score prediction. Man, a, a player to watch. All that sort of carry on. I go, I'm gonna go with two all Keith, you know what? I'm gonna sit in the fence a bit. <laughs> uh, if if it is a team that's that's rumored around, I'm gonna go two all. Um I think the one I want to I want to see myself um is is Kane, to be honest with you. Um and Clarkson, uh, a young lad from Blackburn. Um I, I want to I'm gonna pick two players if you don't mind. I'm gonna be greedy because uh, love great. seeing young lads getting the chance. So I'm gonna go with Clay with um Kane and Clarkson um as the ones to watch. Excellent stuff, excellent stuff. Sam will come to you now. How do you see it going? What's your prediction and who are the players that you're looking forward to seeing? I'd have to echo really what Gosh just said. I was gonna say two more. Yeah. Um <laughs> and yeah, playing at Kane and Clarkson. If that's a team that we're going to look at, that you know, well, the, the predicted lineup per se that you said, then yeah, of course, you know, them too. Um, yeah, probably Simicast as well. Um, 
been looking forward to seeing him for a while. He hasn't had a good run yet. So looking forward to seeing him. Um I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna be more optimistic than go three two to Liverpool. Um and yeah, I think I think I think Minamino might get one or two as well. So um but yeah, if the two young lads are playing, I think they're the ones to watch, Kane and Clarkson. Excellent. Peter, what about yourself? I'm going to go 2-1 Liverpool. I'm going to unusually say that we're going to be under pressure because their movement is going to be good. Um, but, but Kelleher will probably have a great game. He'll be one of the ones to watch. I, th- I can see him, you know, not just pulling off great saves, but his movement, positioning, distribution will be very important tomorrow night. I think Keita is due a bit of a performance, certainly in the Champions League. And I'd I'd be I'd be in uh, be in the Minamino camp maybe for a bit of firepower, maybe get us a goal or two. Excellent, excellent. And look, it's a good point. I mean, we've all seen games in League Cups and that when Keita and Origi have come in and they've sort of treated nearly as a punishment rather than being senior players and, and taking the game by the scruff. So they're two players that I'd like to see if the rumour teams are right and it's Keita is in there and Origi. You know, like I said, we've given Origi a bit of stick, but that wasn't the, the aim, you know what I mean, to do that. I, I think there's a player in there if he just applies it a bit more so I wouldn't mind seeing Divock scoring if he's going to play tomorrow because the flip side of that is if he doesn't score he's not doing anything you know what I mean it's another frustrating selection so you know I'd like to see him score just to justify his his selection if he does get in I think Liverpool are going to win but I think it will be a tight game I think it could be a 3-2 like Sam says I think we could ship goals if Adrian's in goal you know You'd worry, and especially with the two centre backs, if it is going to be Comedio and it's going to be Reese Williams, you might think, right, Jesus, that might be uh, something to, to keep an eye on. Kelleher, if he does play, I'd be excited to see him. But I agree as well with what the lads have said. Kane and Clarkson, are, if they do play, you love to see young players getting a chance and breaking into the team. So, you know, Billy the Kid as well. Look, he's only 18. If he plays, he become our youngest player. It'll be a big moment for him as well. So the more of these young guys that get a game, as we've said, lads, it's a dead rubber game. It doesn't, you know, the pressure is off. You don't want to go and get hopped off. Do you know what I mean? For these lads' yeah. developments. But it's it's a dead rubber. Let's go out and give these lads a chance. It's Champions League. You saw, actually, before we finish up, we saw Reese Williams when he came on against Ajax and it was something like the 94th minute or something he got pulled on. And he was so proud and he was so happy that he got on in the Champions League. It's a big deal for these players. We can brush it over and say, ah, oh, it doesn't mean that the game is this. But for these lads, it's a huge step. So I'm looking forward to seeing any of the young guys playing again. I don't think Cortis will play. I know PU said you'd love to see Cortis in there. I think he got injured. He wasn't in training. Uh, didn't he pick up a little knock at the weekend and he had to get a bit of treatment in the first half. So they're probably holding him back as a precaution. But yeah. I would have looking forward to seeing him. But maybe it's not going to happen. But look, we'll wait and see. And before we leave, Emmett puts a good point in there. That Manscaped have a default 20% discount. Don't use that. If you go on to Manscaped, it's important that you use LFCDT because that's, you know, air code. That the more we get that use that code, the more um, chance it is to, to, to build something there with ourselves and, and Manscaped going forward. So look, I want to thank the boys for coming on with me tonight. Uh, Sam, it was great to have you back after a long layoff. Yeah, it feels like a while as well. Uh, uh, yeah, thanks for having us back on. It's uh, always good to be uh, you know, talk shit with the lads, so thanks. <laughs> no worries at all, no worries at all. Good to have you. And Peter, great, a pleasure as always. Your hair looks like it's getting extra bouffanty there. What's what's yeah, going on? Need, this sort of yeah, need, a, need, need a trim, need a trim. No time with all this work, so I need a trim, definitely. Look at that, it's just far too much of it. Far too it much is, of it. yeah, good volume. Got the man's volume. Yeah, got the man's volume. sort that out. Give it a shave. You look like me. I had hair like Gard earlier on. I gave a little manscape. Look at it now. Another man with a bullfond hair. So, Gar Brain, Gar, it's always a pleasure to have you on this. Yeah, show. I'm going on for this Grealish thing at the moment, as you can oh, see. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, why not? Half Lovely. Irish, half English, huh? Yeah, rubs <laughs> it in my face. Rubs it in my face. We do be down training. I'm there with a hat on to keep my head warm, and he's there with a Jack Grealish deal. It's an absolute sickness. <laughs> and, and a pair of shorts, Keith. Just throw that yeah. out there, yeah. There you go. <laughs> There you go. But listen, it's it's been a pleasure having the lads on. It's a game. We said we do this instead of a pre-game show tomorrow because the game is it's an early kickoff. There's no point going on with the team news. We might do something for five minutes maybe, but but we won't commit to that. We said we'd have a chat tonight. So um, that's been your midweek 
well, match build up, not midweek fix. That'll be on. The midweek fix will be on tomorrow. Um, I know Gav is on there. I don't know who else is going to be on with him, but that'll be back on tomorrow. So we'll get some sort of post match show with that. Uh, and I'm not sure for the rest of the week, but we'll have plenty of content to get out to you. So listen, we'll leave it there. I've been your host, Keith. This has been the match build up show, and we'll see you all again soon. Finally, a bed that senses snoring and automatically responds. Meet the Ergo Smart Base from Tempur-Pedic, our first system that detects snoring, then automatically adjusts by raising the bed. And now, during the Tempur-Pedic Summer of Sleep, all Tempur-Pedic mattresses are on sale, with savings up to $500 on adjustable sets. Get your best sleep, all night, every night. Learn more at TempurPedic.com. Hey, which glasses look better on me? Oh, what's this? Zenny's 3D Virtual Try-On. Pretty cool, right? Hmm. Uh, I don't know about the purple cat eyes. I think they're fun. What about these tortoiseshell glasses? Or these rimless sunglasses? Oh, what about these clear frames? Wait, are those prices real? Do they have glasses for men? Yep. They also have affordable blue light glasses. Seriously? At those prices? Get them all. I like where this is going. Zenny.com. Quality prescription glasses starting at $6.95. Sports Social Podcast Network.